Welcome to the Robert Affalter Show. It is Tuesday, May 25th of 2021. I'm going to go back to our older format. There's just too much news for me to keep track of and give to you. And no matter how I'd go about it, I'd have to uh, filter some things out. And I'm sure you can find other filters than do the kind of job you want. So if you have uh, any question about something for me, uh, feel free to see me or message me on using the messages box or find me on mewe.com and ask me over there. Right now, what I want to talk about is the first question, the most important question that you can ask yourself on the path to self-enlightenment. And that is, is it possible that I'm wrong? Or what if I'm wrong? And uh, I had the question hit me one night. And I, I remember I was in my office and I put the kids to bed. I was there late at night and I was walking from my office into my x-ray room and right in the hallway, it hit me. What if everything I know is wrong? And it's really just stopped me. And I had to think about that. If everything I know is wrong, where do I go from here? How, how, do, how do you start over? And the first thought that came back to me is with intelligence. And if we start there, um, then we can build up from there. So that's where I started. And it was a, it was a couple of years. That probably happened in 1997. And it was, I think, about 2002 before I really understood the physics behind that um, and why that, in my opinion, has to be the case. For you see, if your brain is like a computer, and I was a systems engineer for IBM, so I, I knew a little bit about computers. I couldn't program anything today, <laughs> but back then I could do a little bit. Um, and a computer just follows instructions. So if your brain's like a computer, it just follows instructions. And the physics is that it can't do anything but that. And it goes back to Newton's uh, first law of motion. And I learned that actually in John Gribben's book, In Search of Schrodinger's Cat. And Gribben said the question that physicists have been ducking since the time of Newton is, is the universe determined? And by that, it means is meant, um, could everything be predicted? And according to Newton's first law of motion, a body at rest remains at rest, and a body at motion remains in motion in a straight line unless acted upon by an outside force. And that means that you are a body. And if it moves, if your body moves, where does the outside force come from that causes that movement? And if the outside force is coming from your environment, then your environment is controlling you. <laughs> and if the, if the outside force is coming from you, then what are you or where are you? And I think I like that explanation, even though it's it's pretty fuzzy. <laughs> I think I, I'm a soul. Somehow I'm a soul. And somehow that soul can create some kind of a force and change my brain and cause my body to move. So that's the way I like to look at it. Um, and now I'm hoping you can see that a lot of people say there's no such thing as free will. That's a, that's a 
concept in philosophy that's and and in neurophysiology i guess if you understand neurophysiology uh, and one of the things that uh is written in uh, the ego tunnel by metzinger he says that if we had a body that was exactly like yours atom for atom exactly like yours and we put that body in the exact same position that you're in it would have to act exactly the way that you act and he says that's simply the scientific thought process that's how we think about it now the interesting thing and another interesting thing about that that means that there's no such thing as placebo effect placebo effect is actually saying well i'm going to give you something that really doesn't do anything uh treatment wise to you with the idea that i'm going to change your thinking and because you're thinking that you might be getting treat, treated, that thought process is going to change how your body works. So it's really an idea that somehow there's a mental realm and that's changing how your body functions. And if that weren't true, then we'd say, well, the placebo actually changed my brain and caused me to think that I would be, get better. And if that was true, it would actually be a treatment effect. <laughs> because a placebo actually changed your brain and caused you to think you'd be better. That's a treatment. So it wasn't that it was something that had no effect on the body. It actually caused the brain to be changed. So again, we're looking at either there's no such thing as placebo, everything's treatment effects, or there's such a thing as a, a mind. And somehow that mind can uh, cause the body to get well, and that's a placebo effect. And I'm, I guess, leaning toward, I like that um, proposition because it starts with intelligence. And I like that, too. Well, um, I've got a dog in that fight because that was the chiropractic premise, is that there's a part of us we call innate intelligence, that intelligence that we're born with, that actually knows how to run our bodies and adapts our bodies to our environment. And there's something about that innate intelligence that knows more about how to control your body than a doctor might know. Because the doctor doesn't know exactly how your body should be, what the doctor's doing is saying, well, I know how a group of bodies act, and your body doesn't seem to be functioning as well as the better people in the group, so if I can change your body to be like the better people in the group, we hope you'd be better. That's the idea. And that may be true, and especially it is especially true in cases where uh, you've had some traumatic event and your innate intelligence can't work with the body in order to make those changes or can't do it quickly enough, you may need surgical intervention or you may need some med medicinal intervention. Um, but eventually it's that innate intelligence that actually makes the correction and makes the healing process. Um, and it's the same thing with vaccination. Some people are opposed to vaccination. I used to be one of those. And, and then I thought about it one day, actually, and thought, you know, why am I opposed to vaccination? What, what they're really giving me is something that would be the same as if I con con contacted this um, in the wild, right? The only, the only challenge with it is a vaccination actually goes past uh, my nose and the mucous membranes, and the, uh, there's it goes past several layers of protection by injecting it through my skin, under under my skin, 
um, it misses some of those protective uh, immune responses and gets to a deeper level more quickly. And we can question whether that's a good process. But basically, it's I develop a, an immune response to the vaccine based on my innate intelligence. And I got in an argument with some doctors about this, and I said, well, vaccinate a corpse and let me know how it comes out. Um, and they agreed, well, there's, it's got to be alive. I mean, there's something there. And then they called it nature or, or something, but they didn't like the term innate intelligence. And I said, well, that's what I'm calling. I don't care what you call it. That's, I'm calling it innate intelligence. You can call it nature, mother nature, or what, whatever. But there's something there that's gone at death, and all of a sudden things stop working right. <laughs> so I'm going a kind of a long journey here to get back to this first statement. It is the best thing you can do is question whether you are right, because I'm getting back now to the computer. That part of you, that innate intelligence that is using your brain and body and controlling your brain and body is like the programmer operator of your brain. And you can set up a computer to just run. In fact, autonomous vehicles are a great example. We can set up a, I can't, but <laughs> somebody can set up a car that'll go where it's supposed to go. You just tell it where it's supposed to go and it'll just go there based on its programming. And it doesn't take minute by minute intervention from an operator or programmer. It just goes the way it's programmed. And I believe your brain is similar to that. It'll just run based on its programming and it's programming based on your education or your experiences. And unless you question that education and experiences, you're never really in control. You're just following the programs. I want you to leave you with that today. I want you just to focus on that. Is it possible that I'm wrong? And see if you can find ways to challenge your beliefs. And in my opinion, that's the first step to enlightenment. Is you're, you can never be your true self as long as you're allowing your programming to control your life. All right, Robert Affalter signing off. Hoping you're having a wonderful life. And thanks for listening.